Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. And in today's episode, me, Mikey, and Jeff are going to be reviewing UFC Fight Night, Fiziev versus Gamrot. Um, it took place in the Apex. It was an all right card. I think the main event ending, how it ended, kind of left a sour taste in my mouth, honestly. But <laughs> there <laughs> there was some good aspects of the card. Um, let's get right into that main event. Fiziev really hurts his knee, throwing a kick at Mateusz Gamrot and um that was about it they made it into a whole two minutes of round two um round one was pretty fun but yeah i mean nothing really you can say about that i think they should run it back but i don't know how long fizzy is going to be out for so they'll have to figure all that out um but yeah we'll start with you jeff i mean just a tough tough way to end it what was a pretty solid yeah i mean obviously i put put my cheddar on fucking mateus and this is about the worst i've ever felt after winning a bet yeah that was, that was I tough mean, just, just seeing someone of Fazi's level just fucking so promising coming into this division, so fucking just an athletic freak. So you know, like that's a that that's a problem area is those fucking knee tendons and shit, mm. and tearing that that's that's just going to throw a monkey wrench and everything, and it it just fucking blows. Seriously, it just sucks. I mean. Yeah. At, at least he he trains in with that Tiger Muay Thai, so you might have the, you know that little fucking the PED fucking human growth hormone fucking comeback. Yeah, he might, he might be stronger than ever with the fucking tear. But yeah. it, it it just it sucks, and especially this was supposed to be such a banger. I mean, and it 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 just fucking it took a dump on the whole night, like you said. Yeah, uh, Mikey, what were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I was a bit more disappointed in this than the Ravens game. And if you watch the Ravens game, it was one of the worst games I've watched in a long fucking time. It yeah. was it was just a miserable game to watch. It sucked from start to end, and they lost in overtime to Minshew. And this was I I truthfully <laughs> think this was more disappointing for me. I just think we got robbed of a very very high level fight that don't happen all that often. Like. A lot of main events are exciting and end with a you know emphatic knockout at some point. I don't think this one was, and I think this one was going to be very high level offensive and defensively from both guys. Gamrot looked good striking, which didn't shock me, but he looked like he could hold his own with Fiziev striking. Fiziev looked like he was going to be able to fucking hold up Gamrot's wrestling. Like this looked like it was just going to be one of the more interesting matches we would have watched. I would say this whole year. And to get robbed of it because of an injury was just utterly disappointing to me. And like you mentioned earlier, Max, the worst part about this card, honestly, it's probably better off the injury happened in the Apex, but one of the worst parts about this card was that it was in the Apex. What the flying fuck? Why would they put Bryce Mitchell in the Apex? Dude, he came out with a Bible and yelled, Freedom! And then they had to do that in the Apex? Like, come on. I agree. Um, yeah, they should have done this shit in the Bible Belt. Yeah, for real. Uh, good segue here, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, you should have done it in like Louisiana, where you could get a bunch of the fighters out of the South, yeah, Georgia or something. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, Bryce Mitchell takes on Danny Gay. Bryce Mitchell gets a bad eye issue, gets a cut and just a black eye, but he's able to pull through, get the decision win over Danny Gay. Um, pretty impressive. His grappling looked really good. Um, he kept hunting takedowns and hunting um submissions, and yeah, we. I mean. We kind of, you guys kind of called this one like pretty spot on that Ige is really good, but Bryce Mitchell just 
is good at the clinch and getting in there and, you know, making it his type of fight. Um, and he was able to do that. Uh, Mikey, were you good with this decision? And did you, how did you think about uh, Bryce in this one? Yeah, because I, I thought whatever way you would have twisted it, it was. I thought it was one-one. Whatever way you would have fucking skinned your cat, it would have been one-one going into the third. And Bryce just put on a show in the third. It kind of reminded me somewhat of, not not as well, but it reminded me of Blanchfield and Tyler Santos. Like there, you couldn't like Blanchfield did the same thing Bryce did. He left you with no other option but after the third, saying he won the fight. Like he put on his game plan. He dumped Ige. He fucking stuck to him like glue. Like, even if you didn't think he did that much damage in the third, which he really probably didn't in retrospect, because Ige looked completely fine after the fight, he left you with no other option but to at least say he won the third, and then you would have to at least say he won one of the first two rounds. Yeah, but yes, he did look like he was in a fucking John Wick movie in a bullet went slow motion through his eye. Like, it looked like a gaping black hole. It was pretty bad. Uh, Jeff, how did you feel about the Bryce Mitchell performance as our I think you're our resident Bryce Mitchell fan. Yeah, I mean, this one was real fucking close to call. I mean, it it was definitely a fucking difficult one. Uh, like, without the commentary and all, and just, I I mean, I, I wasn't paying the greatest attention on my first watch because I was fucking at the bar watching it. Hmm. But fucking, I was like, not listening to it and all. I was like, damn, Bryce really went out there and fucking lost because, I saw him get fucked up early. I mean, we saw that eye get fucked up. I was like, dude, he's really cooked. But I fucking honestly seeing his fucking hand get raised, it really surprised me. But then I rewatched it and the control time was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, 100%. That's what got it for him. Um, this one we were completely dead wrong about Marina Rodriguez versus Michelle Watterson Gomez. We all thought I wasn't on the last episode, but you guys both thought it was going to be a snooze fest. I agreed. Um, yeah, but... I think everyone in the fucking world agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's hilarious? Fucking uh, me and my girl were watching this together live, and I think it was Michelle. Yeah, it was Michelle Watterson before the fight. They showed her pre fight interview. And she was like, this is going to be one of the fights of the year. I'm going all out. And I literally said to my girl, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> I was like, this shit's going to suck. It did not. It was fucking awesome. Marina Rodriguez can opens Michelle Larson Gomez, who looked rough, especially with the white tee covered in blood. That was a sight um, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, Rodriguez is able to get the win there with in really inspiring fashion. Um, I think t- maybe time for... Watterson Gomez start thinking about dude. I don't know how she didn't fuck him, hang him up, dude. 18 and 12. Uh absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, good fight there. Brian Battle is able to do the exactly what you guys said was gonna happen. AJ Fletcher has the lock. Dude, thank God. I was so debating making the lock fucking Marina Rodriguez versus fucking Michelle Watterson to go to distance. I mean that fucking absolutely screwed all of my lays. But thank God I ended up making it Brian Battle. He he had us in that first a little bit too. He fucking yeah. got dropped, but dude, this is seriously like the perfect like the perfect example of why he why going down was like such a great move for him. I mean, he he like really made him fight his own game, pick just picked him absolutely apart, was like an absolute sniper. And that size difference was fucking nuts. He just bullied him. 
He did. Uh, yeah, Mikey, how'd you like this one? Mm. Mm. I like Pooh Bear, dude. I do. I like him a lot, and I like watching him fight. But something really, really, really worries me about fighting in the welterweight division and getting caught like he did by a guy with a 10-inch shorter reach going forward. Something really, really yeah, worries but, me about that. But AJ Fletcher does just let him go, dude. You're going to get caught with AJ. I don't believe that to be true. I, he does let him go, but a 10-inch reach advantage? I, I'm not sure. I don't. And to get dropped with an elbow close quarters like that? Uh, I mean, happy he won and all. I like Brian Battle. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him going forward facing elite strikers. Um. Only yeah, time will tell. My I prediction could be completely wrong. Only time will tell. But watching him get literally almost finished with a fucking close quarters elbow from a guy like AJ Fletcher was very put a very bad taste in my mouth for old Pooh Bear. Okay. The next fight, Ricardo Ramos gets submitted early in round one by Charles Jordan. I mean, quick and easy, uh, Jeff, what did you think about this one? I mean, not much to say other than Charles Jordan. Is... Yeah, dude, fucking Charles Jordan was fucking ridiculously persistent on that fucking guillotine. Yeah, he was. I mean, it's that fucking French gentleman, the fucking guillotines. <laughs> Hell, man. But well dude... done. Well done right there. But, dude, he's fucking... That was just ridiculous. Like, he had him in one for literally, like, the whole time and then fucking... Gets out of it and then hops right back into another one. Yeah. Re- relentless and just it, insane. He was going to get that guillotine. Um, Mikey, how did you feel about the Charles Jordan performance there? Yeah. Did did we expect anything else to happen? I mean, this was going to be the fight where you, I, I would not have bet any fucking thing on any way this fight would have went. And for a submission in the first round, the first three minutes is exactly how this fight should have went. Some wonky, crazy, wacky way that's offensively driven. I was happy for it because it, it it put like a good start to the main main card. I thought. I agree. Um. Okay. There are three fights I want to talk about in the prelims, and we don't have to go super in depth. The first one was Tim Means versus Andre Fialo. Was a fucking absolute banger. It was by far the yeah. best card, the best fight on the card, rather. Um. Tim Means so unexpected, like so <laughs> unexpected. How do I get? I don't know how to say this. He looks very unassuming. Um, you wouldn't think he's a fucking absolute banger, dude. Um, and he has like over forty fights, and this was a fucking awesome fight. Andre Fialo has a chin of steel, and he still gets knocked. Um, this one, the the impact of the punches. This was a good apex fight, just because of the sounds and, um, yeah, just the sights of this fight. It was fucking awesome. And then I just want to talk about the Cody Brundage disqualification. Um, and we can start with you, Mike. I feel like this one was a BS one, but I don't know. What, what did you think, Mike? Uh, run me through this one again. I, I can't remember what the DQ was for. Cody Brundage did an elbow to the back of the head. and the- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or sorry, sorry, sorry. Jacob Malcoon, Malcoon yes. did uh, yeah. elbow to the back of the elbow head. Elbow Brundage in the back of the head. milked it a little bit, arguably, and uh, got, uh, got the uh, Oscar. I feel so indifferent about the elbows in the back of the head, especially because in like pride and shit, they let them rock. I feel so indifferent about them. I don't know. I feel like it's for the safety of the fighter. So I guess I agree with it. I I don't know. I'm so on the fence. What are you, Jeff? Yeah. Dude, I, yeah. Because it's a combat sport. So you kind of want to see him go all out, but it's like, ah, the elbows to the back of the head are brutal. 
especially such a fucking clear one. I mean, it, I, yeah, but he did milk the absolute fuck out of that. Yeah. You could see fucking Brundage just went over with. Yeah, that's why, that's why it was tough. I, I, that one left a bad taste in my mouth. And then this one, I, I fucking hate Muhammad. I knew you were going to say that. He can't, he's so bad, but he gets fucking bailed out dude jake collier was beating his ass that i put completely changed the fucking course of the fight um and that's just it's so fucking annoying because he has this 11 and 2 record that has all these holes in it and i can't wait for him to fight someone with fucking stamina dude because i hope he fights you next pat barry hell the fuck no he (laughs) would kill my ass he would kill me so bad but i dude i mean i oh man he drives me nuts just He's the Zach Palga fight. Zach Palga was beating the shit out of him the whole time, and then fucking gases. I guess not the whole time. I've, I, that fight was bad. The fucking Junior Taffa fight was embarrassing, and now this one, Collier clearly is beating his ass, and then just the eye poke gives him like twelve minutes to fucking, you know, get back into um, you know, shape, get some cardio going, um, you know, relax a little bit, and then get the win. Uh, man, I'm just not a fan of Mobius one. I don't think you have been from the start. No, I haven't. <laughs> well, I'm not a Newsman family fan. I love that Leon Leon got that head kick. And I fucking love Leon. And I think I mean Kamaru you is. You don't like Kamaru like either? I like him now. I, I liked him after the Yeah, Leon okay. Fight. You fucking always fucking accuse him of doping every time he fights. Remember he this? Well, I mean, yeah. I do remember this yeah. shit. CEO of EPO. I, yeah, here we that. go. <laughs> I don't mind. Him. I didn't mind him after the second Leon fight. I in the um build up to that one though, I was getting annoyed with him, but I thought it was fucking respectable what he did at the end of the fight and how he handled himself. So I mean, like I, I like Izzy bought me brought me back too with the way he handled it after Sean. I was just about to say, well, they're two of the guys who, I, as much as I don't like Izzy, Izzy and fucking Kamaru always they handle themselves like champions in life too. Yeah, so that's why I always yeah, okay. I always go he back just and got forth. Dewey Johnson. <laughs> no, no, he I was saying I was one. saying in life, like in terms yeah. of UFC. No, playing with your dog's wiener and getting a DUI is not being a champion in life. <laughs> Those are not champion moves. <laughs> not champion qualities, I would say. Yeah. All right. Any any final thoughts on this card before we go? Pretty solid card. I think it being in the apex got ruined it, and then also the fact that the main event got fucked ruined it. But other than that, yeah, uh, I'm completely disappointed. There's no UFC for two weeks. Yeah, dude, that sucks really bad. Um, and then we got to come back to Grant Dawson and fucking Bobby Green headliner. Yeah, pretty Yo, awful. There's there. something that's been weighing on my mind about this card. Fucking weird moment happened in the first fucking first fucking fight, dude. So one of the girls got punched in the boobs, and they oh yeah, and they called it. it. Yeah, they stopped. They it. they stopped the fucking like they like it, a groin shot. Yeah, we gotta address Dana. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Does a does a boob shot count as a groin strike or what? I don't think so. But dude, I was, I was so confused when that happened. If you're I just I just want to put that out in the atmosphere because that might be the reason for Joanna's decline. I'm calling it. True. Also, I ever since say, her boob job, she fucking started losing. <laughs> I'm I'm saying that's the reason. Um, the jugs ruin Joanna. I mean, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> if you ask my girlfriend what hurts more, a nut shot or a boob shot, she would say a boob shot. So I wanted to yeah, ask so, you guys. Dude, uh, I'm. I need Dana yeah. to address this. Yeah. He does know how to hit women pretty well, so he might. I wanted to ask you guys, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, before we get off. Um. <laughs> 
of all the fights that were announced, is there any you guys are really excited for? Oh, I yeah. am. I'm. I'm pumped for Colby coming back. Personally. Oh yeah. Wait. We should. We should have talked about the great. Great call, Mike. Good. Poor hosting by me. Um. Yeah, Did no, you guys was... see Colby said that uh, John Jones was on Epstein Island? Yeah, I saw that. I don't. <laughs> that was really fucking yes. amazing. That was phenomenal. And then his response to uh, I can't remember what the YouTuber's name was who interviewed him. He does a lot of interviews. He actually a pretty good interviewer. But his yeah. response to him was, who said he wasn't? We didn't see the flight log. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck kind of answer is that? Got him there. <laughs> I know. It's like, all right, yeah, I guess he was. Uh, dude, I don't know. that. He, I, I fucking hate Colby Covington so goddamn much. I really do. Um, Okay, I'm trying to look. Uh, first off, Sean Brady, Kelvin Gastelum. That's a banger. At welterweight, which yeah. is fucking insane for Gastelum. He's back down. I can't wait to watch Luke K, humble fucking Ian Gary being annoying. I can't wait to watch that happen. I don't happen. think that's going to happen in that fight. I know your favorite fight, Mike. Old What's Ferguson that? knocking out Patty Pimblett, retiring. Oh, my God, dude. I'm going to be so upset if fucking Patty the fucking – I'm not even going to say what the Patty's going to fucking sub Tony in, five, in .5 seconds. I hate to say it. He's going to put him no, down like old yeller. Most likely. No um, Shavkov versus Stefan Wonderboy Thompson is going to have me – watching with my finger like with my hands over my fingers because or well, that didn't make any sense my fingers my hands over my fingers my fingers over my eyes yeah that's an that's an interesting one because i think shavkat i think everyone thinks he's gonna roll him but i don't know dude the performance he put on last fight i'm just not entirely sure against kevin hey, Holland. what if wonder boy wins that's what i'm saying dude, is I, he, I just don't fucking, know. he has him, to get oh. a title shot if he wins i think automatically like, I, I think you just got to give him it. I think everyone's at, like, 95% Shavkat, 5% Wonderboy. I'm more, like, 75-25. Nah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm more fucking 90-10. 90-10? Fair. I'm, I I love both these guys. This Actually, dude, I don't, I don't think Steven Wonderboy wins at all, dude. I don't know. <laughs> you're going, you're <laughs> going back to 95-5. No shot, dude. Jared Cannonier versus... Jerry Cannonier versus Roman Delete say that's a fun one at middleweight. That's um, a very interesting one. Jake Matthews versus Michael Morales. That's a big test for Morales here. I think he's a fucking like a like a legit good fighter. Big um, test for both guys, really. Yeah, big yeah. test for both guys. I think I think I hope Morales gets the win here because I think he's a fucking star in the making. Um and I'm and he's young and he he would be a good push. Um this one's pretty interesting. Pantoja versus Brandon Roy Val. Imagine yeah, Brandon Roy Ball is is champion at the end of the like in the end of the year. Brandon Roy Ball yeah. is champion. It'll be like when fucking Mighty Mouse is here. The flyweight division will die again. Yeah. Um. And then Yuri versus Alex Pereira is going to be one of the best fights. That, that is one of my favorite fights to get scheduled in like the last two or three years. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah, I'm so happy with that one. Even though even though I always want a Yan title shot, this is fucking beautiful. I can't wait. Because yeah. I think either way, you get something you want. You either get Yeri, who everyone likes, or you get fucking a double champ. Obviously yeah. not simultaneous, but you get a double champ. Yeah, and I'm a, I've am become a really big prayer fan. I, I wasn't Me too. Him, but I, yeah, I'm really into him. I fucking love that guy. Um, uh, Yeah, so there's a bunch of other ones, like Terrence McKinney versus Chris Duncan's interesting. Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Muin Gafurov. That's a battle of the Daggy, Dagestanis, so that's always a fun one. <laughs> Um, Diego Lopez versus Pat Sabatini is going to be just a meme fight. I'm excited for that one. Um, I'm trying to look through here. Uh, oh yeah, Edgar more... Edgar Chires versus Daniel Lacerda running it back after the uh illegal 
or the the ref fucking it up. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Parsons versus Euros Medic. Um, it'd Euros be Medic is a fucking cannon too. I was gonna say this is gonna be a fucking banger because Johnny Parsons knocked out um what's his face the other day the a couple weekend weeks ago, um, I think Shoney Carter maybe and or no no that was a while ago I forget he he knocked out someone the other. Not One of the ones ago. I'm more excited for. I'm excited to see what fucking Sean Brady's bringing back to the table, boys. I'm fucking yeah. pumped. I love Sean Brady, but yeah. I, he just he hasn't proven that he's a a really great overall fighter yet. And I'd like to see what he's going to bring to the table next fight. I'm excited Especially to see Gaslin. I'm excited to see Vyacheslav Borshev back too with his fucking leg kicks. I like watching yeah, him yeah. fight. Um, our boy Joe Selecki has a fight against Jakar Close. That's going to be a fun one. Um, Sumaderji's got one against Alan Nascimento. That's a good one. And then our boy Waldo Cart- Cortez Acasa taking on the old Andre Arlovsky. Maybe he can send him to dude, retirement. That's he's going to get his fucking leg broken half. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Arlovsky yeah, our got boy. scheduled again? Yeah. Holy fucking moly. Yeah, that happened. That got scheduled. Uh, like Big dude, Marcel. What's next? Clay Guida's going to get fucking scheduled again? He already did. No. That Waldo one. Yeah, thought, yeah, oh, he did. Yeah, I thought he did. I'm trying to find it. I can't. Who's he fighting? I thought it was 300 for 300. I think he I got thought it was. No, I think you're talking about Paul Felder. Or like, is oh, Paul Felder yeah. fighting? No way. Paul Felder's coming back for 300. Yeah. He said. Are you serious? No, but Clay Guida has. Oh fuck, man. Clay Guida. Yeah, Paul Felder. Said... Well, that's what he said. I don't. It's nothing's confirmed yet, but apparently yeah, he's think... gonna come back for 300. I think he's fighting. Yeah, he has one versus Joaquin Silva on in December. Clay yep. Guida does. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Joaquin shit. Silva, who's a young killer too. So that's dude. Yeah, he was fucking nukes on the end of his hands. Yeah, I mean he is coming off that loss to Armin Sarukian, but uh, I would re- I would say that Armin Sarukian's a little bit better of a prospect than Clay Guida. So <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. Anything else before you guys want to go? No, I think we covered it all. All right. Well, we will be back uh, not later this week, but next week, um, unless anything major happens and we can have a bonus episode. But we're going to be we're working on getting some interviews with some fighters going. So uh, stay tuned for that in the upcoming awful two weeks that we have off from UFC. I forgot about this part of the year. It stinks. But yeah, thank you all for listening. We'll be back very soon. And peace.